Okay. All right. Uh, we have another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Um, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Sean Bonet. And so, Good job. <laughs> I don't know. He's waiting to pronounce it right. <laughs> well, it, it, nobody has high expectations when you're a Bigfoot and you just come out of the woods, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Right. So, anyways, so we have a we have a special guest with us today. Um, a couple podcasts ago, you heard us talk about uh, some people in Moscow uh, at Idaho mm-hmm. who were arrest, arrested for singing uh, songs and some hymns and that kind of thing. And we, we gave our opinion. Um, but now we actually have someone here who, who experienced, and that is Mr. Sean Bonet and his wife, who's not here today, but he was arrested with her, um, which straight up just makes her thug life. Oh, she's I a mean, thug. Yeah. yeah. A pretty thug. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah, what a woman. And so um, we're just going to have uh, a back-and-forth question. And... Hopefully that audience uh, will, no shout outs today, no special effects, no entrance <laughs> music or anything like that. I might edit it in a little bit later. But uh, So we just wanted to, to sit, we're at the Fight Last Feast conference and we really just, here's somebody who has experienced the fight yeah. and are we ready? I mean, are we ready as, as, a, as the church, as a country or in our neck of the woods, the rural areas. Yeah, we uh, we like to encourage you guys to fight often yeah. because as Christians we each have a battle to fight. And now we have a man in here with us that saw his fight and engaged it yeah. in a way that seriously glorified God. Yeah. And we're tickled to have him. <laughs> I love to so. tickle you. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just want I just want to know. I mean, so what's my like? What's my nickname? You guys can't have Sasquatch and so, Bigfoot. So, uh, <laughs> what am I like? Unicorn or Mountain Man? Yodeler. So, so we have we have uh, Jailbird. 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 No, but I need I need something like uh, uh, Woodsy. You can't just give me Jailbird. That's a, that's for the city slickers. Uh, Spider Monkey. Spider Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have a swamp ape. Uh, can we crocodile? I don't know. I, can we go to the swamp? Let's see. Let's see here. Or something missing. I kind of like unicorn. Unicorn. Except it's kind of a feminine thing, so I don't really want to take it like that. A hairy unicorn. A hairy unicorn. A bearded unicorn. A black unicorn or something. I don't yeah, know. Stallion? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what? A, what? A, um, uh, what's the dog from like Texas that's supposed to be like part beast? Cupacondra. How about like a fawn? Can I be a fawn? A fawn. Wait, no. What's that one? It's the. I think it's like half horse, half man. Uh, the centaur. I was centaur. Centaur. Oh, my wife would be so disappointed. She loves Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) Centaur. Yeah, I'm a centaur. I'll be centaur. Especially, (laughs) especially if you hear me say it like horribly halfway through. Yeah. All right. So we got. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Centaur. Yeti, Yeti. Yeti. Yeti, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. No, no, no. I'm just now I'm confused. <laughs> Yay, Sasquatch, Centaur. All right. I'm officially in the pocket. Okay. All right. You Shoot go. your questions. All right. All right. All right. Awesome. So one of my first things is I'm going to set up the scenario. Okay. As, as someone from rural North Carolina, I'm watching this unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeti here says, 
hey man, did you check out Cross Politic last night? I'm uh, like, no, I'm sleeping. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't know they aired on, you know, yeah. yeah. And so he says, uh, uh, th- that was Wednesday night, right? Yep. And, so, yep. and so I was like, no, no, I was sleeping. And so I went and watched it. And watching the, the video camera views and everything, um, watching people that, that, that are sitting there singing and bringing glory to God be submitted to, to uh, arrest, right? And, and not, not vandalism, not... So that's the first thought that I had was, was these guys aren't doing anything but singing. Right. And, and I think the, the big thing that we see... It's supposed to, the rest of the country in these big cities, which Moscow is not a big city. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a fairly, uh, yeah, it's a big town or small right. city, right? But yeah, a big town. Probably, I don't know, maybe just a town. I think it's just right the town down. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's this, this town where it's not this massive, it's not New York, it's not, and yet there, here's these arrests. Mm-hmm. And and y'all handled it beautifully. I mean, I mean, Sean, I, I told him, uh, Yeti, I said, when I'm watching your wife handcuffed, mm. I'm like, I'd have killed him. Yeah, I'd have killed. Him. Now that's not the Christian response. That's not <laughs> that's not what Christ, you know, the man, the man who, you know, as he's being hung on the cross says, "Lord, forgive them, for they know." You know, yeah. that's not his example. That's more but, of a Peter response. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, we pull the sword out. <laughs> and so, and I, and I thought that I'm like, I'm like, man, and and, and the the restraint, the the overall spoke more than if you would turn around and slug somebody, right? right? right. I mean, ultimately, that had more power behind it than than if you had just turned around. But in that moment, uh, we had spoke to you a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk, walk, walk through that that moment, like when the police, you see the police yeah. show up. Yeah, so we knew this song thing was going on in the evening. We knew it was in protest to a recent mask mandate, social distance mandate order that our city council put on until January 5th, 2021. So, uh, and you know, three, 300 cases, zero deaths, zero hospitalizations. And so we're, we're getting strict. So we're uh, expressing grievances. My wife and I were, you know, we, we just, we do Psalms things all the time. So it's not like this was some sort of, protests where we just kind of put what could we do to protest oh let's sing songs like oh yeah wouldn't that be fun like this wasn't a new we, thing yeah, doing to, songs this. and, and not even, we all do it in public all the time like we go to the middle of downtown this place called friendship square and we have psalm things frequently so this wasn't anything special and my wife and i were going to small group afterwards that was our plan so just going to be a 15 minute get in get out you know sing with the brothers and sisters that let there be a moment of protest, right? Like, you know, no mask, no social distance mm-hmm. at City Hall. So I show up, I just got done teaching. Uh, so I'm a music teacher. I just got done teaching third and fourth graders, you know, music, uh, driving over. My wife, Rachel, was meeting me there. And so we got there at different times. The police were there when we showed up. They were just kind of all on a wall and... I wasn't expecting them to be there, but when they were there, my first thought was, oh, they're going to like keep the peace because it's a protest. Even if it's a peaceful protest, the police come out, yeah. make sure nothing 
breaks out or even you know other people coming in. It's a it's a mob of people ultimately. So sure. you just want to have eyes on that uh, as officers. But then our pastor, before we began, you know, Rachel showed up. We connected, said, uh, you know, the police just wanted to make it aware to you guys if you don't put on a mask, if you're within six feet, or if you don't social distance, they're going to come and hand out citations. Yeah. And I really didn't think much of that in that moment because the the flow, the the general uh, demeanor of the police officers in the because this you know order has been going on for a while now has been to educate. You know, they'd come around if you're not social distance to be like, hey, do you know there's an order? They give you paperwork on the resolution, and you know, all right, you know, obey it. Right. <laughs> uh, there's been a few written warnings, but. Uh, or wrist slapping than anything. Yeah, yeah, nothing. It's kind of like, hey, the p- police are here, and we we might do something about it, and and you kind of want to respect officers. So you're like, oh, you know, the police are getting involved, right? So that's what I was thinking when Pastor Doug said that is, oh, okay, they're just gonna educate us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we started singing, and when we did, there was this moment where they sort of came off the wall and just like going into the crowd to people and sort of asking them basically like, hey, you're not social distancing, you're not wearing a mask. Would you, that, you know, that's what I'm assuming. And my wife and I were uh, one of the first ones approached because we were sort of on the edge. I, you know, I, people have been asking like, why us out of all those people? Right. I, I think that's the best answer. We weren't on the very edge. Like they could have picked someone before us. Maybe you said something on one interview to my, your pumpkin-colored shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was dressed like a pumpkin. <laughs> so they were just, and you know, it was like first week of fall, so they were just in the spirit. I, how can I blame them? <laughs> so they were just pumpkin. Like when you go off into the woods when you hunt, you have to wear your orange cap so you're easy yeah. to see. You just stuck out like a That's sore right. thumb. Because so yeah. you're every bit as tall as we are. So, I mean. <laughs> right, so I was, I was just helping them out while they were in the patch. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, so they came up to us and kind of went through that feel like, um, you know, machine, your, my wife and I are holding hands. Are you guys in that same household? Yes, sir. Uh, what about these people? I was, you know, singing next to my friend. Like, no, so we're not in the same household. He's like, well, would you social distance? It's like, no, no, thank you. I prefer not to. And that's awesome. And then, and then he kind of, and, and in my mind, you know, around town, just about every business has some sort of mask mandate thing sign posted but often you can sort of just disregard it and they'll kind of let you be because mm-hmm. things get real dicey if they like kick you out and stuff like that so and i'm sort of treating the officer like that not necessarily intentionally like to shoo him off like he's just uh you know a minimum wage worker at a grocery mm-hmm. store but it's like oh no thanks you know i'm just i'm gonna just go shopping now okay thanks no thank you i appreciate it but no and he kind of was like well Ask again, like, would you please social distance? You know, like, that's what you have to do to according to this order. It's like, no, no, thank you. I prefer not to. Like, well, if you don't, I'm going to have to cite you with a misdemeanor crime because you're violating order. <laughs> and, and essentially, it was like, well, uh, no, thank you. I prefer not. <laughs> would you please not do that? Like, yeah, uh, no thanks to that either. <laughs> um, and which, you know, it, I, you know, part of it, like I mentioned, I maybe should have, there should have been like more of an intention, but, it, but looking back, it's like, no, it's like, that's how, like, no thanks, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this isn't right. I don't think this is a real law, legitimate law that should be observed. And so just kind of, well, 
okay, I'm going to cite you for a uh, misdemeanor crime. May I have your driver's license? <laughs> and uh, it was kind of like I'm kind of thinking, like, what's going on right now? Like, the fact that we're even this far in the conversation with yeah, the officer, yeah. I'm just blown away about. For sure. And so, you know, I kind of pull my wallet out, and I'm thinking through it, and I'm like, mm, no, thank you. I prefer not to. You know, it's like, again, like, uh, I don't have to identify myself to an officer if I'm not committing a crime. Yeah. And, you know, in his, in, as he's following his, track of thought it's well i there's, there's there's order and we're taking it as law and i can see you know a probable cause to believe you're violating it so i'm going to cite you for that and and i'm like well and then i'm thinking well i don't recognize the legitimacy of this law so i don't believe i'm committing a crime yep and so things just kind of escalate where it's like well i'm gonna have to put you under arrest you know like because you're committing a crime, according to me, according to me, I'm saying, no, I don't think I'm believing they're yep, committing yep. a crime. And, you know, my wife this whole time is kind of like, Sean, I think we should just comply, right? <laughs> and we were kind of going back, like, should we do this? Is this what we want to do? And at one point, she gave her ID to the officer, and I was like, you know, I don't think we should. And she's like, okay. <laughs> a great point in our marriage is the submission and trusting me. And she's like, well, actually, can I have that ID back, sir? <laughs> so I <like>, yoink. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I prefer not. And uh, so, and they were kind of just kind of like, basically like, come on, let's let's not do this. And it, it was a, that moment where it's like, hey, you move. And I'm like, hey, no, you move. Like, this, mm-hmm. this isn't right. You shouldn't be doing this. And it had to give. And so the guy with the uniform, with the bigger stick, had to, you know, give and put us under arrest. And you guys stood your ground mm-hmm. and rejected the, the whole citation, the whole order thing. Right. And essentially rebelling against right. it and yet showing no hostility. Yeah. Was calm, cool, and collected, as they yeah, say. Yeah, that's right. And yet held your ground. Yeah. I mean... Man, that was powerful. Yeah. And then the the way your wife, like you said, just please. I'm like, yeah, victory. And then I loved it too while they're working out everything. I I heard one of the guys in an interview that you would pay note to it that you had actually said, hey, while you guys are working all this out, is it all right if we go back over there? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're. Because in my mind, I'm just kind of in the no thank you, I prefer not to mindset, like kind of just mm. leave me alone. I want to yeah. keep doing what I'm doing, almost like you're distracting me. And so this whole time, I'm kind of, you know, trying to like, I want to go and sing because, I'm, you know, we're worshiping right now. We're, we're singing praises to the triune living God. And all my brothers and sisters, I want to join in that song because mm-hmm. that's my song. Yeah. And so it's just like, well, okay, so this is how it's going to be. Well, we're going to continue singing, please and thank you. And yeah, and, yeah, and see, the whole time, I mean, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, you know, thank you, please. All, all of those things are, are present because you want to honor them in the midst of them doing something that's dishonoring right. for themselves. You know, you can't just because they uh, lower themselves and, you know, it's my speculation that they didn't really want to do that. They don't mm-hmm. agree that they should be doing that. Maybe they just haven't thought these things through as an important. You know, they should. Like, they right. should have. In they a sense, of, we're just following orders. Yeah. Right. And so I don't believe they should have followed those orders. I believe they should have thought it out. But we can, you know, mm-hmm. you're in the midst of COVID. You're a police officer. You really don't have any other skills. 
if you were to get terminated from that position, here mm-hmm. you are, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can have some uh, compassion there, but it's still like you don't you don't lower yourself in that moment. You you take you always take the respectful ground, and, and you always lean into you know heaping coals. Yeah, you know, I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm really gonna stick it to you with my kill you with kindness, but it's just yeah. that has to be right. the default, you know. Well, that that brings me to a question is. What prepared you for that moment? Because you weren't expecting right. for the police to come and cuff, yeah. put you in handcuffs and haul you away. Yeah. Um, so there was there was pre something. Right. Uh, I mean to to be able to handle it the way that it was handled, um, to be able to, you know, and it. I'm going to partly answer part of the question for me. <laughs> but you know, there, there's that, <laughs> there's that thought process that goes on ahead of time. Not even so much. Oh, do I get arrested? But that biblical thought process of um, these are the authority. Yeah, they may not be right. I will submit to a certain extent, but I'm yeah. not going to claim guilt. Mm-hmm. And what prepared you for that? Um, I'm going to guess partly your church. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you like courage begets courage, and we're in a very healthy church where. Men are acting like men and are leading boldly and are, are fighting the right fights. They're being the right kind of troublemakers mm-hmm. and they're trying to be faithful to the word of God every step of the way, trying to be discerning, prayerful about it all. And so when you just surround yourself in that culture, you get shaped by it. You, you, you know, you're like clay that's getting molded by mm-hmm. your environment. So the the thing that prepared us most for that is the the body of Christ that we're around, which is so important to remember that where we put ourselves and the people we associate and call brothers and sisters or even just call friends, you know, where we go to school, get educated, what we listen to, what we read, it's all shaping us yeah. and it's it's making us more into men who will follow Christ in, in every in every trail he'll take us, or we're being shaped in more of this doubting, well, we'll see if it's practical, if it's easy kind of manner. Yeah. And so I'm just in that place where uh, more than me, men are being men and, and just showing my family how to live. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and you know, that just goes back to the importance of being in church yeah. with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. They're, they're, some churches don't even have to cancel and they're still canceling. Yeah. Other churches are, the law is pursuing them saying you need to shut down. Um, MacArthur's church, mm-hmm. you know, that's the big one. Yeah. He's he's resisting that, but the law in California is saying, no, look, you've got to shut down. Yeah. Um, so they would have it where we can't be in that kind of community to really be able to to focus on, on the training of men. Yeah. And that's what we need, especially in times like now. Yeah. But before times like now, and that, that's where that's right. it seems like that that Moscow crowd, mm-hmm. you know, that, that y'all have been worked and 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 developing a mentality of battle, yeah. you know, right. where um I don't I don't I might hurt some feelings, but I don't think anybody'd be surprised to hear this from me, is most people haven't. Most people who are named who who are Christians, yeah. and I mean legitimate Christians, not yeah. you know crazy stuff, still are very passive 
and and their idea of Christianity is very emotional, mm-hmm. and it's not thought out all the time, yeah. and it's not. I mean that 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 uh, it wasn't a sermon, it, it, kind of a lecture that we yeah. just heard. Yeah. You know that's well thought out doctrine, and and right. and how the Bible applies to what's going on in the world. You know, we have to have that. We have to have men, and and there's no excuse in a day like today either, yeah. right? Where we have so many resources. And uh, as, as we develop, you know, part of what we're doing is trying to develop uh, with the podcast is for people to think more biblically, right. to remind people that, that God has given us a spirit of power and love. Yeah. Um, and that's what you saw in your, in, in your experience with the police. Mm-hmm. You saw because God hadn't given you a spirit of fear, right. that he had given you a spirit of power and love, those two have to be together, right? Because yes. power without love is dictatorship, it's tyranny. Right. Exactly. And and love without power is sissy. Yeah. That's right. And so that's uh, you have to have those things and and a sound mind, because that sound mind is what even though you weren't prepared, it isn't like you went up there going, Okay, if they come up to me, this is what I'm going that's to right. do. Yeah. God gave you a sound mind yeah. so that when that happened, you were capable of bringing God the most glory possible in that yeah. moment. And and people often ask, like, like, so preface, so what my wife and I did, it was a good thing, and there was, you know, it was bold, it was courageous, it was the right thing to do. In the grand scheme of things, it was a pretty low elementary thing. So, like, yeah, it was great, and, um, and right on, but it wasn't as extreme as things that our other brother and sisters are facing right now or have faced in the mm-hmm. past, right? So, but even with that said, what I say to people who ask, like, how were you able to do it? It's the spirit of grace. The spirit of grace will rest on us in those moments and give us the wisdom, the words to speak. And I would just encourage people to, in these times, you should, especially now, it's more clear than ever that, you need to know how you'll respond to police officers trying to enforce an unconstitutional or just straight up ungodly law. You need to know what you're going to say. You need to know what you're going to react. When the you need to have a game comes plan. up to you and says, yeah. "No longer preach that gospel." Yeah, you need to know, you know, if you're going to say yes sir or no sir, and then what's going to happen because there, there, there's going to be someone with a big stick who's going to try to police yeah. Christianity and the faith out of there. And while we know things like this have gone on in the past and even present day, yeah. not so much in America. Well, and, it, of... and it hits it close to home because um, that's right. You know, we haven't seen this kind of, um, we've seen it coming, right? right? But this is sort of like, it's been happening under the surface of the soil and all of a sudden there's something that you know, spurts up and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I didn't actually think that seed was in that ground. And, especially in the context where it's like we were just in public singing and we were recognizing that there's an illegitimate law that wants to prohibit it from doing it in that way. Like they weren't saying, you know, you can't sing praises to Jesus, but it's saying you have to sing praises to Jesus, but you have to do it in this way. I mean, that's what we see in China and uh, Chuck Knox on Cross Politic. I mean, he made a really profound observation. He says, that's what my black brothers and sisters yeah, in the midst right. of Jim Crow were facing. Said, 
Yeah, you can be black and eat here, but you have to sit at that table. Yeah, you can be black and, and go to the restroom, but that restroom and that water fountain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can do your thing, but you have to do it in this way. And that's, that's not liberty. That's not freedom. That's exactly right. And especially in the church, the, the government has no role in telling the church what, like how to worship. Amen, it's just bro. not their sphere. So get Let me out. ask you this. <laughs> do, you, do you have kids? Uh, we're trying right now. Okay. So my, my, my next question was more or less, how does this affect your family dynamic? So mm -hmm. it being just you and, and, and Rachel. We can say Rachel. I was about to say, we can say her <laughs> name, right? Reveal yeah. <laughs> the identity um, of that beautiful woman. <laughs> uh, you and Rachel are going through this thing. Yeah. You're now got legal battles coming up. There's yeah. a cost to that. There's yeah. a there's a penalty that, that has to be paid just to defend yourself. That's right. And you know, how long have y'all been married? Four years. Four years. So here is a relationship where, like you said, she she's following your headship. Yeah. Um she she is you, you see it. I mean I mean I She's a strong lady. I don't know nothing about her. Yeah. The only thing I know about her is what I've seen on, the, 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 <laughs> on YouTube and, and, and what you've told us, right? Yeah. And, and, but you can tell, strong lady. Yeah. She, submitting to the headship of your husband doesn't make you some kind of wimp or, yeah. or something of that nature. Strong lady um, who, who, who's just, God has given her wisdom, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you... Who are leading that, and and there again, it's a little bit different from what I was thinking originally because of the children thing. Yeah. But you know, this this is going to maybe it, it can. Let me put it that way: it, things like that can put a strain on a relationship. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you could very easily see somebody going, "Why'd you make me do that?" Yeah. Yeah, right. something to that nature. So how has that yeah. worked in, in your family? I mean, have y'all been lockstep yeah. entirely? Our, our marriage is stronger because of what we went through. Yeah. But it you make a really good point like, well, it could be better or it could not. And the reason it is stronger is because uh, we have a, a high love for our God and the scriptures and submit ourselves and try to understand it. And we're in a community that teaches the scriptures they, they teach us how yeah. what it means to be a man what it means to be a woman what it means to be in marriage and as I grow in my ability to love Rachel she grows in her ability to respect me and so we come through these circumstances where she had to uh, respect my decision trust me yep. in that moment and and follow and ultimately, that brings blessing to our marriage. Yeah. Even if she disagreed, even if she if she was the head, she would not have done that. It is the biblical thing for her to submit and follow. Mm -hmm. And maybe I would have been wrong. Maybe you know, maybe it would have been bad in, in some sort of manner. But God still would have blessed that obedience and faith. That's right. And so, if it goes back to the church, I mean, you've got to be in a place that. You all together are loving God with all of your heart, soul, and mind, yeah. submitting yourself to all that God's revealed for us and how to live. And as you obey in faith, he's going to bless that every step of the way, whether it's big or small, and you're going to grow. And whatever circumstance comes your way, you just know that's a gift from God. 
and he's he's going to make me into a better Christian because of it. Yeah. So it's all good. It's a gift. Well, and that I've got three little big feet, and <laughs> and. We're sold to the skip, I don't, man. I don't know what you just said to me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> me and my wife have three, have little, three, big, <laughs> three little big feet. I need to go to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, if nothing else. <laughs> um, and so we, we have these, and, and the oldest one will tell you right now, she's five. She'll right. say, uh, Daddy loves God first. Yeah. Mama. Than us. Good. Amen. And, and she understands. I mean, she may not understand how, but... That that's the order of things, but if me and my wife didn't put God first, right, right, we we'd either be putting each other first, which is, you know, my wife isn't a good God, mm-hmm. right? right? She's a wonderful, great wife, but she is Terrible not a good God. God. Yeah, God. and and uh, or I put myself as God, and I'm going to expect her to worship me. That's right. And you're but not when, a good God. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond worse. horrible. <laughs> you're worse than her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, but when we're both focused on Christ, yeah, like you were saying with your your relationship, it allows for us to be focused on the bigger picture, yeah. the bigger, the bigger. You know, we're training our children not because we thought, hey, children will be fun, and da 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 da. You know, That's it's so because easy. <laughs> there's yeah yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you about that afterwards. <laughs> And uh, but because we're looking at what brings glory to God, yeah. why did He put us here? I'm very much uh, under the opinion that uh, the mandate to go forth and 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 conquer the world is still there, right? Yeah. That to multiply and make right. babies is right. still there. I've heard people say that that's not true or that's changed because now that we're Christians, we're to spread the gospel. No, no, no. Both are still there. They're 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 both. How do you think? Things. How do you think the primary way we spread the gospel is? It's through our homes. Yeah. Yeah. If talk, you, yeah. Talk if, about you get to disciple a person who will live forever for 18 years. Yeah. One, you better not mess up, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. that's right. Which which means if you're going to sin and so you, you confess and you always seek the forgiveness of Christ, messing up would be being disobedient to God and not confessing. That's sin. right. That's so anyways, right. but yeah. And, and, and that just sets... If your children aren't willing to be obedient and follow mm-hmm. and, and, and come to Christ because of something in you, you're probably not bringing a lot of people outside of that to Christ Amen. either. Right? I mean, yes, people people are preach. going to look at your, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a pastor. People are going to look at my family and say, yeah. you know. Eh, you wonder yeah. why in Scripture they, the qualifications for leaders is that their home is in order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's a mini cosmos. It's a mini church. It's a mini school. It's a mini everything. So, if you have to look at a man's home, and there you'll find out if he'll be a good boss, be a good mayor, yeah. you know, be a a good pastor, right? That's All right. these things. That's right. And um, what was I going to say? Don't worry about that. We do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, very used to that. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Yeah, it escaped me. I wanted to ask something about the singing again. Um, you guys were arrested for singing, yeah. unmasked, not social distancing. Uh-huh. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you were in the same cell with 
Gabe. Oh yeah, right? that's right. And did you guys kind of have a, was it Paul and Silas? It was, it was, it was Paul and Silas. So did you guys have that moment? Yeah, we did. I mean, we, we sang together, we prayed together, we got to know each other better. Uh, one thing, and this is sort of fascinating that this has been my litmus test, it's been my litmus test for a while. As Rachel and I have come to uh, prioritize the church in our lives, so anywhere we go, we want to make sure there's a good church, more so than there is a good job, yeah. family. I just love this part of the you know country, whatever. And one test is, would you be happy to be locked up with these people? Would you be glad to go to jail? Would you be encouraged and be like, that's who I want to go to jail with? As mm, I might need to move. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, lo and behold, the, the Lord put that litmus test uh, to work yeah. and... I mean, I already knew, like, yes, I would love to. And then I get to do it and experience it. And what a great joy to go to jail with Gabe because it was fun. It was awesome. And you go to jail with your brothers and sisters. And, you know, we were just in the county jail and it wasn't long. But it's like you think, wow, you know, I've been wanting to do more ministry. Perfect. Yeah. Like, that's all, that's all I've got time for now. I don't have to worry about the dishes. <laughs> and when you have two guys sitting there singing gospel music, yeah. and I don't mean like southern gospel yeah. music, but like, like gospel music. That's right. Um, and here's the guys who arrested you having to hear this. Yeah. Some are probably feeling some form of, I, I, and this is all yeah. speculation, but sure. some are probably feeling some kind of conviction yeah. if they've got any yes, kind of sir. Christian background, it seems like. And then others are probably getting furious sure. because that 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 darkness. You don't that, want to hear it. Yeah, you just want, I mean, like if we were to listen to you know garbage music of, of the world, and someone's trying to blare it, we're just like, no, turn that off. That's trash. It's yeah. like that for well, especially enemies. if you think you've got a victory. All right, we put you in jail. We've we're the victors yeah, here. That's right. And then they break out and in, in song, and now you're hearing this victorious yeah. music come right. from who you thought you have defeated, and it's like. Dang it. Well, they just hush. I, yeah. I mean, and so now, I, now we just gotta kill them, and then they resurrect, and you're like, man, <laughs> how do we win? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> We've been talking a lot too about trials and how, as Christians, we are to respond to trials whenever mm-hmm. they come into us. And you know, we wouldn't call this, you know, heavy persecution by no yeah. means, but I've heard some people use the term persecution light. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but the any time that there's a trial. The proper response is praise to God. That's right. Yeah. Praise and worship. Yeah. Because it it fills us with joy mm-hmm. and encouragement. Yeah. To keep going. The, and the enemy hates it. Yeah. yeah. And, and the temptation is so here's the trial. The temptation is to get out of the trial. Yeah. The temptation is always to get out of the trial. Yeah. It's that lean in. Yeah. And so if you fall for that trap, you're, you you know, you've failed. But when you push through, lean into Christ, and finish that trial, yeah. there's victory there. And it's, it's yeah. to, to God's glory. And, and I pray that we would develop a Christian culture where we wouldn't have to talk about our trials and persecution and have to put them on a scale compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. Because every trial and persecution that you face is a, a tailored gift from God. He's given this to you specifically, and he wants you to be faithful in it. Nobody's troubles are too small or too big. You can't look and be like, 
you know, I don't really face troubles like that, Christian, in the in the Middle East. And like, yeah, you're right, but you're sitting there with you, you, your dad yeah. in your swimming pool. Yeah, that's right. About. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and and we and we you know, there's a place to recognize that, but I think we're way out of line by thinking in terms of like compare it. Like we're always looking to our brothers and sisters yeah. and be like, oh, like I can never do that, or be like. Or like, man, why is that? Why is he being unfaithful there? Like, that's just so easy. Like, yeah. God has made us all different. And everything that he brings us in life is to shape us. And so we shouldn't look at anything, you know, whether it's as simple as like, well, there's another batch of dishes. Or yeah. they're not going to bed. Or, you know, I haven't finished this paper yet. Whatever it is. Or there's a traffic jam. As great as small, it's all uh, from God's hand, and he, he wants to use it in your life, and He doesn't want you to be looking over to the left or to the right. That's right. And I think that's a great word, too, to some of the people that might be listening, because guys like, well, what you guys just went through recently, yeah. and what you know is going on in California with yeah. MacArthur, and, and th- these are well-known things now that's because right. of media. Yeah. But what about the things that are going on that aren't getting exactly that sort of yeah exactly this this lets them know that hey we're not alone that's in this. right yeah. this is the proper way to respond yes. so we're thankful that uh it got the publicity that it did yeah. Yeah. it's been a gift and you guys have been the awesome testimony that you have with it too yeah thank you sir so we're we're running i think the 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 thing has started already so we're going to cut this short cool um we want to thank you for for giving us this opportunity to talk to you um uh, anything else you want to just throw in there at the end? Or? Yeah, well, thanks for bringing the centaur on. Always, always <laughs> glad to make an appearance. Uh, uh, yeah, I would just encourage you guys to, if, like, assess your church situation. If you're in a place where the wise thing to do is get out and, and run, do that. If you're in a place where you're like, no, we, we can have conversations, we can build. It's always mm-hmm. better to build than tear down. And, and not saying that leave, you're tearing down, but... Um, you just have to figure out where, where is it that God wants me to be faithful at? Is it here or is he saying go? And like be with brothers and sisters who you yeah. go to jail with. Because however the Lord uh, brings reformation and new life to this earth, you know, my prayer is that he would save America and not destroy her. So you just have to be ready that this Christian faith isn't a light thing. You yeah. have to be ready to stand by. Christians who will stand by you. You have their back and they have yours. Um, and if you're, especially for men, if you don't know how to sing, and it, you, you need to learn how to sing because you, if you ever have the, the blessing to go to jail or prison or face whatever kind of persecution where you're under arrest by the state, when you sing, like Paul and Silas, it needs to be bold, it needs to be uh, gusto and it needs to be convicting to people. Yeah. Like, so it, it, needs to, it needs to catch you away. And so, um, I'm a, I'm a music teacher. If uh, I do online <laughs> lessons, so here's my plug. Uh, I can teach you how to sing. And uh, I also have a a music pod podcast called Sylvia Music. And um, all these things can be an introduction or a resource to you to get involved with learning the Psalms and music more. If you are. Uh, Get us all that information. We'll put that into the links, Perfect. and we'll put it on our Facebook page yeah. and everything to, to help with that. And, and keep and keep, uh, keep supporting uh, gentlemen like these who are you know bringing the gospel and, and the Bible closer to your home and heart. And lean in. <laughs> the fight's right. here. 
So on that note, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Hey, deuces. We out.